0: Is there something from your past holding you back from your future? Find out today on Bold Steps with Mark Jobe. Some of you are in the same
1: old cycle, the same old season, because God says, I can't move you to a new season until you're willing to deal with the issues that I've been talking to you about, convicting you about for a long time.
0: Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and he's also senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Yesterday, Mark began a message about what it means to release spiritual baggage and cross spiritual borders. We saw how important our obedience to God really is and that when we choose to compromise in the moment and try to avoid something that God has clearly brought before us, that compromise has consequences. Sometimes the effects of our disobedience can show up much later down the road, emerging with problems that can block us from moving forward. To better grasp this fundamental truth, let's join Mark Joe with today's lesson. We're in the book of Exodus, here on Bold Steps.
1: Compromise always seems nice at the moment because compromise usually avoids pain. But when you compromise at one time, I can guarantee you that the pain of your compromise will get greater in the future than it is in the present. Zephora had to circumcise a nine-year-old that should have been a baby at eight years old where he could have never remembered what happened. And because uh, because Moses did not deal with a step of obedience a long time ago, then it came at him at a very, very bad time in life. Listen, if you're compromising right now, let me tell you, your compromise right now is going to come back to bite you later in a bigger way of pain. As you go to cross the border, I mean, I, I, I remember this happening, the first marriage that I ever performed. I was 21 years old and had led a couple to Christ, and my wife and I were mentoring them, I was just a young pastor, and this couple was living together. They had a son already, and it was we were going to marry them. I was going to marry them. I'd never done a, a marriage before, and so they came to Christ. They're living together, and I said to them, hey, you know what? You're Christians now. you got to get married. You can't just be living together, and they said, okay, we're going to get married. I did the premarital counseling. I was all excited about it, a little nervous about marrying them, and then Three days before the wedding, I talked to the the woman, calls me up, and she said, Pastor, can I talk to you about a second? I said, sure. I said, what's going on? She said, I think I have a problem. I said, what's the problem? She said, well, you know me, and she named her fiance. We were going through a hard time about five years ago. We got separated. I said, okay. And she said, you know, I was really hard up for cash and money, and so I married a guy to make him legal. Now, we never consummated the marriage and everybody but he gave me $5,000. It helped me out. And she said, My fiance doesn't know about it. She said, Is that a problem? I said, Well, yeah, it's a problem because polygamy is not allowed in the state of Illinois. Yeah, you can't be married to someone that, and marry someone else that's illegal. And she said, Well, what are we going to do? I said, Well, you're going to have to tell them. Listen. Her compromise, her compromise of five years ago came back to her at a very inconvenient time. We had to postpone the wedding. This is my first wedding. <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I really blew it, I think. I, I, just, I should have asked, are you married to someone else already? I, man, I forgot. They didn't teach me that in <laughs> Bible college. And we had to tell all the relatives, hey, by the way, there's been a paperwork glitch. It was the nicest thing we could come up with. And she said, by the way, I don't know where this guy is. I haven't talked to him in five years. What are we going to do? And so she had to put an article in the newspaper. Talk about trying to keep things under wraps. An article in the newspaper, I'm looking for you to divorce you. I'm serving you a divorce. I don't know where you're at. And so finally, she went through this sort of mock divorce so that I could marry them for the first time. But let me tell you, her compromise of five years before came back to bite her at a crucial celebration in her life when she was about to cross into a new destiny and make her marriage right before God. But because she had compromised and hadn't dealt with it, it came back to bite her at a very inconvenient time. Compromise is that way. Crossing the border is that way. God wants us to deal with issues so it won't hold us back from his calling and what he has for you. Some of you are in the same old cycle, the same old season, because God says, I can't move you to a new season until you're willing to deal with the issues that I've been talking to you about, convicting you about for a long time. Moses had lived with the disobedience of uncircumcised boys for a long time. And finally, it fell into his lap to deal with it. Because compromise initially feels like we're avoiding pain, but ultimately it comes back to bite us. Let me, can I just... Uh, Let me just mess with you a little bit because I need to. (laughs) Someone you need to hear it straight up because you're not going to hear it probably anywhere else. I know you think he's a great guy. Pastor, I've been waiting for a long time. We moved in together, Pastor, because we really love each other. And you know what? We... We said, Lord, what is marriage? Just a piece of paper. We're just going to just kind of consecrate this to you, and we're married in the eyes of God. So, Pastor, we moved in together, and we just said, Lord, you understand. We're committed. And so, Pastor, I've had these conversations. Pastor, I feel like I'm pretty much married. He doesn't want to get married right now, but I I kind of feel like we're we're waiting for the right moment. Let me tell you, you're not married. You're living in fornication, in sin, and don't call it marriage because it's not. Don't call it an in-between period because it's not. You're pretty much living in compromise right now because one of you doesn't want to make the commitment of marriage. Well, pastor, it's coming, and the time will come where because of your compromise that you'll have a relationship that's really not favored and blessed by God. It'll affect your relationship with God. It'll affect your relationship with one another. It'll come back to sabotage you at different times because you thought the pain of not wanting to get married at the time was worth the compromise and it'll come back to bite you. So what do you need to do? Get married. Wow, did it get silent in here. I'm letting you know that compromise in our life ultimately comes back to bite us. Listen, if you have resentment in your life, you have baggage of resentment, and you are trying to cross to a new season, and you say, well, pastor, resentment, it doesn't affect anybody. It's just between me and God. No, if you have resentment to your father, and you have not dealt with that resentment to your father, and God is taking you to a new season, taking you into marriage, taking you into having kids, taking you into ministry, taking you into influence, and yet you have resentment in your life, that resentment will It will poison your soul. It'll spill out to your marriage. It'll affect your children. It'll cause you to be explosive. Words will come out of your mouth that will hurt and damage people. Why? Because you have baggage in your life that God said, get rid of it years ago, and you've dragged it from season to season to season, and it's affecting the people that are closest to you. Moses heard his boys, heard his wife, and almost sabotaged his calling because he had unfinished business and baggage that he had not dealt with. Number three, and lastly, not only can it hold you in a season without crossing, it surfaces in unexpected seasons and can affect the people closest to you, But number three, here's the encouraging one. Spiritual baggage when dealt with opens doors to move into the next season with freedom and favor. The moment that Zephora circumcised her son, here's what the Bible says. So the Lord let him alone. In other words, the Lord stepped back and said, okay, you're free to go now. The Bible tells us that Moses went and found Aaron, his brother. Once he found Aaron, his brother, they came together. And look what it tells us in verse 30. He also performed signs before the people, and they believed. And when they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. Moses went on to be a liberator of the people. Moses went on to, to go up to Mount Sinai and spend Time with God, come down with the Ten Commandments. He went he went as a solo individual, a prophet that had obeyed God and dealt with his baggage. He solo handedly with the power of God brought to knees the most powerful nation on earth called Egypt through the plagues that God brought about and set 1.2 million people free to find their destiny in the promised land fulfilling the Abrahamic covenant that had been given to Abraham years ago that they would be a people and find a nation. Why? Because he decided to deal with his baggage. I'm wondering if you throw open the suitcase of your life and you say, Lord, here it is. What is it in that suitcase that God says, why are you carrying that into this new year? This resentment, this unforgiveness, this addiction, this step of obedience that you keep saying you're gonna take but you never take, this step of baptism, That I called you to a while back and you thought, yeah, 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 but you haven't taken it. Surrendering your life to Christ that I asked you to do a long time ago you've been thinking about it, but haven't done. Walking in sexual purity that you say, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to start, but you never do. What is it in your suitcase that God says, why are you taking it into this new season? Look at the, the luggage in your life and say, what can I take into the new season that's been sanctioned by God, blessed of God, sanctified by God, that I don't have to try to cover or hide as I go into this new season that I'm not ashamed of as I go into this new season but I walk in with freedom and confidence saying God everything that I know I'm bringing to you sanctified before you God there's nothing that I'm dragging into my next season I'm wondering are you willing to do an inventory are you willing to take an honest look at your life are you willing to honestly brutally Look at what you have and say, God, what is it that you have been telling me to leave behind?
0: Moses almost sabotaged his calling and derailed the purpose of his life, but thankfully he chose to deal with it. Mark will be back in a moment to conclude this message here on Bold Steps. First, I want to remind you that you can always find Mark Jobe's teachings on our website and listen on your own time by going to boldstepsradio.org. Or if you'd like to have your Bible teaching session while you're out hiking or biking or simply running errands, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and pull up any of these messages right from your phone. Just go to your podcast app, search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job, and make sure you tap the subscribe button. And for even more Bold Steps content, check out the new Bold Steps Minute, where you can hear a short 60-second piece of insightful Bible teaching, no matter what your schedule looks like. To start listening today, just visit boldstepsminute.org. Let's continue with today's message now from Mark. It's titled, What It Means to Release Spiritual Baggage and Cross Spiritual Borders.
1: Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great a cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let me just remind you of this. If you are dragging baggage that God hasn't called you to carry, it's going to get tiresome to do so. Some of you are weighted down, not because of the calling of God upon your life, but because you're carrying things that God told you to get rid of a long time ago. It, you were never engineered by God to carry that which he asked you to let go of. So some of you are weary emotionally, tired Not because what God has called you to do is tiring you out. You say, well, pastor, I'm all tired out because I have three kids. I'm trying to raise them, and I feel exhausted. I have no energy. Yeah, maybe that's part of it, but maybe maybe it's that unforgiveness that you hold towards your husband that's really what's draining you the most. It drags you down emotionally, drains you, Mentally and spiritually, and so you have very little left over to be able to raise your kids. It's not, I believe that God empowers you to whatever he's called you to do. If you're a mother of three, then you have the power to parent those children in a God, godly way. God is giving you everything that you need to parent those children and more. You are the mother that they deserve. You are the mother that they've called to. You have everything that you need to do outstanding. amazing job at parenting your children, but not if you're carrying weight that God never called you to carry. My prayer is that no one gets stuck in an old season because of baggage that God said, let go of it a long time ago. On the last Sunday, There is a line that you're crossing in our calendar. It marks a new year. Before you cross, before you cross over, today, I believe that the Holy Spirit is saying, do an inventory. What is it that I've been talking to you about? What is it that you've been dragging? What is it that God is saying, Child, I know you've clung to it. I know you've held on to it. I know you've grasped it. But I'm asking you, leave it behind. I don't want it in your future. I don't want it in this new season. Let go of it. What is, it that, what is it that God is saying to you? And I'm going to ask, as you open up that suitcase of your life and look at it, that you would say, Holy Spirit, come and take a look at all this. Is there a step of obedience that you've delayed that God has been prompting you to take? Is there an action step? Someone you need to talk to. Someone you need to release. A step of obedience you need to take. Maybe God has been calling you to surrender your life to Him. And you keep saying, when I'm better, when I'm different, when I'm more cleaned up, But yet God is saying, are you really going to go into another year without totally surrendering to his lordship? I believe that you can enter into probably the greatest season of your life, but you can't do it hanging on to old baggage. You can't do it grasping that which God has said let go of. And if there's a specific area that God has spoken to you about, a specific action step that you need to take, a specific conversation you need to have, a step of obedience that you need to make, something that you need to release, something that you need to take out of your suitcase and say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of it. I'm letting go of this. I hung on to it way too long. I repent of it. I release it. I let it go. I want you to ask yourself that question. What is God asking you to take out of your suitcase before you step into this new year? And if you know what it is, then I'm going to invite you down to this altar to say, I'm coming, I'm getting on my knees, and I'm saying, God, I'm letting go of it. I'm releasing it, or I'm taking this step of obedience. I don't want you to come if you're saying, well, I hope I can. No, no, no. This is not about hoping. This is about obedience, This is about saying, I know, I'm not going to enter into the new year with it, God. You've spoken clearly and powerfully. I know the decisions, what you've been talking to me about for some time, and I know what I need to do. And now it's just a matter of confirming and saying, God, I'm on my knees before you, stating, yes, Lord, this is what I will do. If there's an addiction you need to get rid of, don't, don't, don't just say, well, I hope I'll be better. No, 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 you need to take a step. No baggage. If it's about sexual purity in your life, then quit saying, yeah, yeah, I hope I'll get better. No, no, no. Make a decision. No baggage. You have a purpose and a call on your life. Stop repeating the seasons. It's time to get out of that season. It's time to go into a God season. Be clear with God. God, I'm coming with this. I'm coming clearly, releasing this, taking it out of my baggage. God, I repent of it. I let go of it. I release it. I determine not to live with it, God. This will not be a part of my future. And if the enemy tries to keep putting it in my suitcase, I'll keep taking it out as many times as I have to. Because I will not let it stay in my suitcase I will not let it be a part of my future. This will not be a part of my life. This is not who I am. It's not who I will be. And I will not let it affect my children, my family, my relationships, my destiny. This will not be a part of me. Yeah, so some of you know exactly right now What God is pinpointing that you need to take out of your suitcase as you cross this border. In fact, I believe that some of you are being called to a higher calling. And as you prepare to cross into that border of a higher calling, God is saying to you right now through the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you cannot take it with you. And so I'm going to pray for you right now that God would give you the courage, the boldness to talk who you need to talk to, to take the step that you need to take to obey where you need to obey. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for that individual that you have convicted by your Holy Spirit specifically, clearly, powerfully, and in a compelling way. And I pray, Jesus, that right now there'd be a willingness to say, God, I let it go. I'm not taking this habit into the new year. I'm not taking this unforgiveness into the new year, I'm not taking this disobedience, this delayed obedience that's really disobedient, into the new year. I want to step into my higher calling. So I pray in Jesus' name for the boldness to obey now. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. What an important challenge any day of the year, especially those we look ahead to what God has in store for us in 2023. Mark, I do want to look back on the previous year, though, and think about and thank the Lord for our bold partners who made so much ministry possible this past year.
1: You know what? Our bold partners have allowed us to literally weighing minister to just hundreds of yeah, thousands of people. Numbers, untold numbers. Untold yeah. numbers. And I just think back over this past year, and my mind races through the testimonies from Malawi, from Mozambique, from Chicago, Florida, Ohio. How People, about
0: the prisoner who wrote to the us? The
1: prisoner that wrote to us that said he surrendered his life to Jesus. The man that said that he was leaving this life of debauchery behind because he was convicted by it. The shut-in that told us how encouraged she was by listening to the radio. I mean, over and over, testimonies have come through. And at the end of the year, we just want to say on behalf of all The Bold Step team. Thank you, partners, because we're doing this together. And some of you have really sacrificed and contributed and given and become bold partners. And we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've been thinking about becoming a bold partner, this is a great time to do so at the end of the year because it sets us up to be able to do our budgeting for the following year. So thank you, thank you for considering it. And again, that's a gift of any amount on a monthly basis for the next 12 months.
0: So if you have been ministered to by this program and you want to help others find the same biblical guidance, we encourage you to step up with us into the new year as a bold partner. You can easily sign up right now by going online to boldstepsradio.org. And if you sign up to give a gift of $30 or more each month, you'll receive 50% off the purchase of any item in the online store at moodypublishers.org. Plus, you'll receive a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call. So partner with us today by visiting boldstepsradio.org. And that brings us to the end of our program. But tomorrow, Mark will bring a message called How to Be a Good Neighbor, based on Luke chapter 10. It's going to be a very practical lesson with a unique reminder about divine appointments. That's coming up Thursday on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.